Thank you for tuning in to The Trisha Goyer Show. I'm sharing my heart and answering questions about faith, writing, homeschool, big family living, and so much more. I'll also be digging deep into meaningful conversations with other authors, speakers, moms, and God lovers. I'm your host, Trisha Goyer, wife to John, mom of 10, author of over 80 books, speaker, homeschooler, avid reader, and mega nap taker. I'm so glad you're here. Well, hello there, friends. I am so excited to have Linda Rooks here. I have known her for many years. This is fun that we get a chat. And today we'll be chatting about her debut novel, which is also super exciting. But before we get started, Linda, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, it's really fun to be here. Like you say, I remember when you and I were on the writer's view and I would listen to all your wise comments and that was when <laughs> I was just getting started. So yes. <laughs> to meet you in person, and, well, sort of in person, online. Yes, we, were, we could count this. We could totally count this. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I'm Linda Rooks um, and I, um, have, I'm, I live in Central Florida with my husband and he was a he was a he's a retired law professor, and I have two adult children, and I have uh, five grandchildren who are the apples of my eye. I adore them, <laughs> and I have pretty much been writing all my life. I have, I love to write, <clears throat> so I have written one way or the other ever since I can remember. You know, from the time that I was sitting in a playhouse with my. Um, next door neighbor writing little newspapers about my brother who is five years older and the only way I could get his attention was to talk about him and all the girls that liked him and everything. <laughs> so so it goes back that far so I have but um, I majored in creative writing in San Francisco University University of San Francisco um, State University of San Francisco excuse me and um, and then I've just been doing a lot of different writing. But I didn't start actually publishing um, nationally until about the year 2000. And at that point, I was doing articles and uh, right. stories for Soup for the Soul, things like that. And then I published two nonfiction books, which are mainly for people whose marriages are in crisis. And that's kind of where I'm mostly the best known for my writing. Mm -hmm. is the books um, for people whose marriages are in trouble. And then I wrote a child, I published a children's book called The Bunny Side of Easter, which oh. uses, <laughs> it uses the Easter bunny to point children, well, the heroism of the Easter bunny to point children to the true hero of Easter. So, so oh, things, yeah. I've written all kinds of things. So now this is my debut novel, uh, Pieces of Dark, Pieces of Light. And, this was really fun to write. It was really, I, I love that. And I think, you know, us creative people, you talked about just even as a little girl, just writing things. It's like, yes, we want to write this and we want to write articles. And I have some nonfiction truths I could sh help and encourage people. But then we go to fiction and we can make up characters and situations <laughs> and there's intrigue and there's, you know, the dialogue. I mean, there's so many things that go into nonfiction. So I'm going to hold up the book, uh, Pieces of Dark and Pieces of Light. And first of all, I would just love to hear how you got the idea for this. You know, I'm sure you have dozens and dozens of ideas. And then there's going to be that one that rises to the top that just has to be the book you have to write. 
So how did this end up being your debut novel? Well, this was actually one of those what if moments. Mm. My husband and I had gone out to dinner and we were walking along um, the street. It's a, it's a cute little it's called Park Avenue on Winter, in Winter Park, which is there's a bunch of little shops along the way. And, and we were just walking along and I said, what if this could happen? And what if such and such happened? And how would this be? And who would the main character be? And how would that work? And so my mind started just racing around with all kinds of ideas and they were pretty crazy ideas. And so um, as I thought about it, I thought, well, to do this, it would have to be suspense. Mm -hmm. And so um, I started thinking of suspense and how I started writing it. I started writing it and it was suspense. And um, as I was writing, I would I would uh, give little sections to my husband to read and he would read it. And at one point he was reading one of the things I gave to him and he looked at me and he said, Linda, you're writing a thriller. And I and he thrillers. That's his favorite genre. So he was so excited that his wife was writing a thriller. And I said, I didn't realize I was writing a thriller. <laughs> so at that point, I just started, you know, really digging into what I was writing um, in terms of the genre. And um, and I loved I love suspense because mm. basically when I was a little girl, my father read Edgar Allan Poe's The Gold Book to me. It's not a novel. It's a long, short story. Mm -hmm. But it it has all kinds of suspense in it. You don't know what's happening. And then at the end, it's just so exciting because the way it all comes together, you look back over the story and you see all these little clues that were left along the way. And it's just so neat. And so when I started writing suspense, that's what I wanted to do. I, I don't, um, I don't, I don't really like thrillers where they leave all these clues and then they get to yeah. the end and they pull somebody out of the air that, that you weren't suspecting at all and everything. I like to be able to have readers be able to look back and say, oh, you know, I see it now. I see all the little parts. So, so anyway, so that's yeah. what I did. And it was, it was really fun to write. And, you know, like you say, you go into your own world, you know, you know, mm -hmm. you're in a trance and you're, you're with your characters, you know, <laughs> people look at you like, what are you doing? Exactly. Like, you're like, oh, wait, there's a different world out here because your mind, yeah, your mind is like someplace else in these situations. And then all of a sudden it's almost like you wake up and like, oh, where am I? And what time is it? <laughs> wait, for me, it's, oh, people need to eat dinner. Okay. I need, I need to do something different. Absolutely. But I love yeah, and I love that it's a thriller, and I love that, you know, your husband's like, this is amazing, because I think so many times, um, like you said, that you want the books that are going to keep you on the edge of your seat, you got to figure out what's going to happen next, and then when you get to the end, you can see how everything wove together to get you there, and I love that when all of a sudden you get to the end, you're like, oh, I need to go start at the beginning, because now... I, I see how it worked, but then you want to see how the author was able to pull it off. At least that's what I do. I'm like, right. how are they able to pull it all off to put all those elements together? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have this, it's a brand new debut. Is this the book that you, the type of book that you always thought you would write? Or are there other genres that you had worked on that never really 
went anywhere? No, I really, I didn't really know what I wanted to write. I mean, I have other ideas, you know, in my mind yeah. or different yeah. plots and things like that. Um, but I hadn't really expected to write that. I just started writing it and, and it so was cool. fun and it just got, and I, I, had, I was in a writer's critique group with three men who, were really helpful because first they were all into all of the time travel and you know it's got all yes. the time travel and all the military things and and they were really helpful in help, helping me helping that to be realistic and and they have we all have fun on, on that so that's great that's awesome so one of the comments is I love suspense books I'm gonna have to read this book which is yes exciting picking up these new readers okay so when you sat down you got this idea the what if of it did you often find the character surprising you as you went along um, oh absolutely <laughs> where did that come from oh absolutely i remember one of the one of the characters evie um she's she's a 23 year old daughter of the main character who's jansen lamar the diplomat and um and she's coming out of her little resale shop and i thought what if it rained and so I had it rain. And then all of a sudden, I didn't know what she was going to do. But she, the, the story took a whole different turn because of the fact that it rained and then the way she reacted to the rain and everything. Yes. That was really fun. That was, that was a particularly fun part of the story to re write because it, it's kind of, there's a little, a little romance in there. Oh, kind of... good. <laughs> okay, so tell us the premise for the story. Because um, right, like right from the very first page, it starts off and big things are happening. Like this is a, a let's wind up to the problem type of story. But right from the beginning, there's a lot going on. So tell us what the premise of the novel is. Well, at the beginning of the story, um, weapons of mass destruction are dis are discovered in the country of Tajikistan. And um, the American government gets wind that there are terrorists trying to get hold of them. And so they um, tap Jansen Lamarche, who's a he's a diplomat, um, to be the one to go and negotiate with the leaders of Tajikistan to try to get um, the weapons under the American uh, control so that they can get rid of the weapons. And so um, but before he can do that, he has some emergencies of his own privately that are life and death matters. And he actually has to travel back in time. And when he travels back in time, there's family secrets and forgotten dangers and all kinds of things that surface and cause all kinds of problems. And so there's two things going on all at the same time where he's back in time and there's all kinds of things happening there with him. And then there's all these things happening in Tajikistan with the weapons and the terrorists and, and the government trying to control everything. So it's, it gets real exciting. There's lots of twists and turns. It goes in all kinds of different directions, lots of surprises. And um, it, it, was a, it was really fun to write. So. Yes. So, so I love the, the time travel aspect because like there's things happen in the past, but we cannot forget the present danger. And so there's that dual part of going, now, when you first sat down with the idea, did you know, did you think it would be a time travel and everything else going on at two different timelines? 
Yeah, I did. I knew there would be the time travel. That was that was a core part of the whole thing because actually what happens in the when he goes back in time, I was thinking about that the other just last night when I was thinking about coming on the show. And I thought, you know, what happened when he was back in time actually affected everything else in the story eventually. Mm -hmm. So there's things that happened back there um, that affect the future, the past. And it, it does take place in 2052, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is our future. <laughs> In 2052, weapons of mass destruction are relics of the past until an unlikely discovery in, I don't know how to say that, <laughs> the rests <laughs> the danger into the present. And so, yeah, so we're even, so it's future and then past. Um, but I love that there's intrigue. So people love intrigue, time travel, suspense, that fast paced action. They're going to love this type of book. And, you know, I think a lot of people say, what's a book that I can read with my husband or read with my you know, adult children or my teenagers? Um, you know, a lot of husbands might, some might, but some might not like the prairie romance or those types of things. So this is the perfect type of book that um, I think multiple people can enjoy either for book clubs or just reading together with a spouse or a friend um, because there's going to be a lot of interesting conversations coming yeah. out of it. <laughs> As your husband was going along because he loves to um, read this kind of stuff. Did he, do you ever surprise him? Did was he ever like, what's going to happen next? <laughs> oh yeah. He loved it. He just loved, you know, reading what I had every time when I came up with it. He's one of my biggest fans. I mean, he, oh, loves, I love he loves the book. So He's always telling people about it. He brags and, you know, embarrasses me. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. I love, it. I love that. Okay. So, so the question is, yeah, how did you so vividly describe government facilities in D.C.? How did I do that? Mm -hmm. Well, we actually, that was my husband, Marv, and I actually went to Washington, D.C., and we actually scoped the whole thing out. I mean, everything. We we knew some congressmen there, and they helped us um, go through the, you know, into the State Department, and they gave me passes to the uh, White House and everything. So we got to really look at all the facilities there. And then um, there's a, there, we, we drove to the place where, I picked out the house for that they were going to live in. I actually went to the neighborhood, picked out That's the house, took a picture of it. Yeah. <laughs> that was where they're going to live. And then there's a couple scenes where there's um, some driving, mm -hmm. um, where they have to drive, do a lot of driving. And I had all of that scoped out in all the streets and everything. So we were very thorough. And my husband had a ball. There was one thing that was so funny, though, because we were at the State Department. And I was, you know, had my little notepad out. I was taking notes and I wanted to describe everything because some of the mm -hmm. things took place at the State Department right. and in front of the State Department. So I was taking notes and, and everything. And my husband and I were standing there. And all of a sudden, this man in this black suit comes walking out of the front door and, my, and he's looking at us. And my husband said, I think, he, I think he's wondering who we are. Yes. <laughs> so, so I don't know. We almost got, you know, we got checked out by the CIA or something. I don't know. Exactly. They were keeping an eye on you. They're like, why is she taking notes and paying attention to all these little details? And yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, notice yeah. about all the entrances and the exits. Mm-hmm. And all. <laughs> yeah, they're like, hmm, this is looking a little suspicious there. Riders um, do weird things, you know, we just. <laughs> yeah. So what is it like to go, you talked about this being your debut novel. What is it like to see, you, know, you, you have the idea, you're working hard, you're doing the research, and then to actually hold the book in your hands? Oh, it was very thrilling. It was really neat to actually have the book. And then, of course, you go through all the editing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> lots of editing. So, <clears throat> so it was really, I, I was very exciting to get it all together and, and have the, the cover and all of that. Mm-hmm. It was really exciting. So yeah, it was I my love first it. fiction book. So that was yeah. really fun. You know, it's fun to just have that. To know that someone else is following your, your imagination on this adventure. Yeah. But you know that one of the things about the book that is probably a little unique is that, well, I don't know if it's unique or not, but but really the basis of why I wrote the book is the themes that run through the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's talk and about that. There's a very important, I mean, basically the main theme that is behind the whole thing, the pieces of dark and pieces of light, is um, Romans 8.28. All mm-hmm. things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. And so um, pieces of dark, pieces of light are like a puzzle. You know, there's pieces of dark and there's pieces of light in life, but they all fit together to make a beautiful picture when you're putting it in the hands of God. So uh, so basically that's kind of the theme that runs along behind it. And, um, and another theme in the middle of that, too, is how a life that's really devoted to God can make a big difference in all kinds of things, other people's lives. And even, you know, as one of my endorsers, he was a a congressman, said that, you know, we need to know that the decisions that we make can affect the whole world, you know, eventually. I mean, you never know. You never know what the decisions that we're making, how they can affect the things around us and how they can affect um, really big, big things because, you know, it's a domino effect. When you do one thing and that affects somebody else and that affects somebody else, that affects somebody else. And that's kind of one of the things that you see in the book and in the story is how, you know, so many things are affected by this one, by one person who made certain decisions. Yeah, so good. Okay, so are you planning to write more with these characters or? Well, I've been trying to decide. I kind of was halfway thinking of maybe a a prequel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Or I've got two other books, um, stories in mind that, um, you know, to start working on. So um, I'm not exactly sure which one I'm going to. Talk, I talked to an editor and you know presented the two and she liked both of them. One of them she thought would be better to start with. So so yeah. I don't <laughs> I'm yeah. not exactly sure, you know, what direction I'll be going. But I also have a blog. I work on that and you know mm-hmm. I so I I'm all over the place with my writing. So <laughs> yeah. well that's so good. And I love well, you know, once more people read it, then you're gonna get more letters and then be like, okay, where's the next one? Um, you're going to have to get, you're going to have to get to work on that. Yeah. Well, if I start getting that, then that'll get me motivated. (laughs) So good. Okay. So one thing that I love 
Um, well, people love hearing about writing journeys. Um, and so, and then I love hearing about books that authors read. So we're going to start with the writing journey. You, you mentioned you've been writing for a long time, but how did it go from the idea in your head for this story to actually it becoming a, a published novel? Well, it was actually quite a process because I did, I did, it's been a while since I actually started writing it. In fact, mm-hmm. I didn't even finished writing it. Um, it was actually almost published several years ago. Broadman mm-hmm. um, and Holman. Okay. And, <laughs> and it was a very interesting experience because yeah. my agent was sitting in a room with um, the editor and they were talking about moving forward with the book. And the editor was called from the room to talk to the president. And she came back and she said, well, I no longer have a job. And Broadman and Holman is no longer going to be publishing fiction. (laughs) So that kind of fell apart. It was like this close. It was. It was. And that actually that something like that happened two times. It wasn't the same story, but it was very close two times to being published earlier. And Mm -hmm. then um, in the meantime, I got an offer from another publishing company for one of the nonfiction books. So I went ahead and and did that one. So this one kind of sat on the shelf um, until that was done. And and then um, my agent and I decided this was the time to go ahead and, you know, work on this one again. So so then we got it published by Elk Lake and um, very happy with that. So they did a great job. (laughs) <laughs> they get a lot, you know. I I tend to like description, and and they kept saying, "This is a thriller. You can't have so much description." So they kept cutting the description and cutting the description. I was agonizing because I love writing the description, <laughs> but it moves fast now. It moves very fast. So <laughs> yeah, and I know. Yeah, it says third times a charm. One of the commenters said third times a charm. Yeah, and I know. I mean, especially when you do so much research. Like you said, you were there, you've seen the places, you found the house, you've seen where the doors are. I mean, all the things. And I think so many times we like want to use it because we know it all and it's so good. So hopefully in future books, you can use maybe some of those other descriptions that were, were cut from this one. And <laughs> That's what they were telling me. <laughs> yeah. 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 There was lots of research. I mean, um, researching Tajikistan and researching, um, mm-hmm. Science, that was one of the biggest things because there's wormholes and nanotechnology and, and everything <laughs> like that. That was a lot of research. And and there were some people that were really good at that kind of thing that spent long periods of time talking to me and helping me figure out exactly how to make the whole thing work. Wow. So there was lots and lots of research in it. Um, the science was the most tricky, probably the wormholes i mean it's based on some real things that happen you know so yeah i got yeah. some science about wormholes and yeah lizards and everything and yeah. <laughs> it's funny the things because we write about it in fiction it's like you almost live a different life because you learn all these things and you learn all the science about it all the different location um i don't know sometimes when i see different places you know, that's like on National Geographic or any of those this travel shows. I was like, so I'm like, oh, I've been there. And I'm like, wait, no, I was there. I was researching it. That when it seemed like <laughs> I was there and it was my characters that were there. But I think so many times because 
really good novelists, we are living that world. We are learning those things. And so it's almost like we get to be an expert on the things because our characters, they have to be true to life. They have to react and act in certain ways that fit for the the type of book. But it's almost like we get to live these lives. And so you've led this very exciting life and time travel and all the things. And so then, you know, it's like, that almost at times, especially when you're in the middle of writing or editing, it seems like the real world. Um, and then you're like, oh, wait, there's there's also another real world. But I love that in our imaginations, we just live that. And then the readers get to dive into that. Like they get That's to go right. there with us. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. The Tajikistan thing. I mean, it's so funny because very few people know much about Tajikistan. In fact, people always ask me, is that a real country? Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but it's so funny because when I see things like in the Olympics, there were a couple of people from Tajikistan. I get all excited. You know, I feel like that's my country. You know, that's the yeah. one I'm about. <laughs> yeah. So have you been there? No. Yeah. No, no I just yeah. did lots of online research. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, but it seems like it does seem like, like I've been there. I know that. Oh, I know that river. I know. And it's like, actually, that was research. But it seems like <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Then my other question that people love to hear are what are some Christian novels that you've enjoyed? They don't have to be things that you've read recently, but what are some, maybe some of your favorites um, that you've read? Well, one um, author that kind of has inspired me in a way um, with this novel is Jeanette Wendell. She mm-hmm. wrote, she wrote Veiled Freedom and Freedom yep. Student and some, she, she always has her, um, uh, books set in some exotic location, you know, some like other South, country. South America North or yeah. America, she has South and so, and she actually, um, she and I are both in, in uh, ASA, um, Advanced Writers and Speakers Association, yeah. and she gave a workshop. So she kind of mentored me in a way. I kind of got a lot of, a lot mm. from her about how to how to write this kind of novel. So, and I really love her, her writing. I love her book. So that, that she's one of the ones. And I love Francine Rivers, of course, mm-hmm. you know, she's great. That's, that's the ones that have kept me up till three in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and, um, and she and, has to do a lot of editing too. So she's a friend of mine and I know she has big edits, you know, really? We see these books on the shelf and we're like, oh, they just write perfectly the first time. No, no, they don't. So good. good, Yeah. Good writers are also good at editing, too. That's encouraging to know that she has to be editor. (laughs) She's edited a lot. I hear about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, she's really great. She's really great. Good. Yeah. Uh, Jeanette Wendell's and then Francine Rivers are definitely ones. If whoever's listening have not picked up, well, I'm sure... Most people probably have picked up a Francine River, River, Rivers novel, but um, Jeanette Wendell's, her books, I've, I've enjoyed those too. And like you said, they are exotic locations, big problems, kind of like you come up with you know, big problems in your story. And it is fun to feel like you could live this other life in these places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she, and she really goes there. I mean, so she, you know, she really goes in person. So she really... But I didn't. I didn't venture that far. Yeah. Yeah. That might be for your next book. Who knows? You might yeah. actually go there. <laughs> we yeah. did go to Washington D.C. We went that far, but yeah, I love that. 
So are you working on another novel? I, you know, we talked about maybe in the series, but is there anything else? You said you have lots of ideas. Well, I do have a couple of other ideas. Um, I'm just kind of still enjoying this mm -hmm. book. So I'm kind of spending my time thinking of this and and um, working on my blog. I've kind of left my blog behind a little bit. So I yeah. need to keep up with that. And <laughs> so and those are, so I do have two other ones that I haven't started yet, but if, if I start really seeing this one take off, you know, I'll get into a new one. So. I love that. Okay, so Linda, where can people go if they want to find out more of where they can get the book um, and then find out more about you and everything that you write? Well, they can go to lindarooks.com um, and they can find out about me. And by the way, I am doing a giveaway. I'm doing, I have a free book that um, I will give for a, oh, there'll be a drawing for a free book um, for people who go to my website, lindarooks.com and go on the reader's page. They, okay. go the, they go on the reader's page. They'll come to um, a whole thing about book clubs. And at the bottom of the book clubs, they'll see a way to email me. So if they mm. email me from that place um, and I will do a drawing and I will send a free book to the winner. So that will be a paper. So and, and the book, the ebook is on special right now, by the way. My publisher did discount. Oh, oh good. Okay. And where yeah. will they get it through your website or is there links from your website to where they yeah, can go? From my website or then go go to Amazon, of course. Just go to Amazon for pieces of dark, pieces of light, and they can find it there. So either the paperback or the ebook. And I think it's free on Kindle on the Kindle Unlimited right now. Okay. Oh, good. There's all yeah. kinds of ways to get it. So, <laughs> and that that's the wonderful thing. It's so easy now for Amazon and just to go and find it. So, yeah, very that's cool. Right. That's well, right. Again, yeah, the book is Pieces of Dark and Pieces of Light by Linda Rooks. And um, if you like suspense and thrillers and time travel and intrigue and interesting locale and Futuristic, this is 2052. I mean, there's so many readers. If you like those types of things, um, I know you're going to enjoy it. But Linda, thank you so much for being here. It's so glad to connect with you. And from all the comments, there's a lot of excited people about that oh, they're excited about this book. So, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. It was really fun to do this. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Trisha Goyer Show. I hope you received help and inspiration. That's what I'm here for. Now, remember, if you would like to submit a question, email it to hello at trishagoyer.com. And I can't wait until we connect again.